Hey, AfterBuzzers, it's the Shameless After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. It's Season 8, Episode 7, Occupy Fiona. So much to talk about. Ewan's goes to court and lots more. So stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are missing Haley Clover in action today, but... We've got an almost full panel, starting with JJ Jurgens. Hi guys, glad to be back again. You can follow me at JJ Jurgens on Twitter. Yeah, JJ Jurgens on Instagram. <laughs> hey guys, uh, Juliet. You can find me at Bonjour Juliet on Instagram. There you go, and I'm at Phil Svitek. That's also my name, with the at included. Mm-hmm. What did we think of tonight's episode? God, very emotional, but a lot of fun tidbits in there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I like tonight. I think it's like you've all you always say, oh, episode eight, start working towards that. So like, I felt the like kind of the darkness, you know, kind of getting there, getting there. So I liked it. I thought we dove a little deeper today and had some good stuff this episode. Yeah, it's interesting that they keep raising still a lot of questions. Uh, you know, we're not getting a lot of things answered mm-hmm. apart from maybe Kevin B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which easy storyline to sort of kind of answer right there. But let's <laughs> um we'll we'll start with uh some of the smaller plot lines and, and work to, to to build up to the bigger ones and we'll end on a fun one with Kevin V. So let's talk about Debs. Uh she's dealing with Dr. Dick. <laughs> Literally, that's his license yeah. plate. I mean, I I wish I had the gumption to have a license plate like that. Oh my gosh. What do we think about Dr. Dick? Obnoxious. And why was he such a dick? Yeah. Obnoxious human being. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm really, really happy how this storyline kind of all played out. Just all, at the end, I was just like, yes, that was really a badass move on Debbie's part. Yeah. <laughs> why did it, Well, I, go ahead, your, your perspective. I, I agree with you. I, I enjoyed this one too. I like, yeah, I like that she, you know, she fought to get her job, to keep her job, and I liked where she was going with it, but then I thought that guy was such a dick and that so he deserved what he got. So I was, I was proud of her too. <laughs> innovative like yeah you know, we've seen her and people in her family mess with others but this was next level i was mm-hmm. like look at you putting your skills that you've learned in school for another reason but yeah go, yeah. go. it was worth the, all the monica money you know kind of was worth it <laughs> i with the one part that i didn't quite understand is why she quit her job at the end i mean grant just if just be fired instead of saying like you you know that you admitting it you know because at, at that point like it's not like she could have necessarily been found out right away i don't know i just no, thought no, about i that. think it was a done deal and she knew it i love that scene it was done she she was gonna get fired so I might as well quit and within that instance it was like make or break 10 seconds so she was like i quit you're gonna well, fire me she might not you're saying she could have played it off like it wasn't her yeah, like, yeah, totally. uh, i don't know there's cameras everywhere in those things well but if there's cameras because i thought the same thing but the cameras would have saw that guy rip it out and throw it right, so yeah. he would have gotten in trouble for that. And clearly, he didn't. So I, I don't know. Then I thought maybe there aren't cameras in yeah. that one garage. Like normally there would be, but that was my one thing I was surprised about because I was like, oh, you think that storyline would take her? You would, the guy would get arrested, yeah. or there'd be some kind of resolution? But he's back in the parking lot. And it's like, how did he even get in? They must have his license plate. Nothing. So that was kind of strange. But mm-hmm. overall, got a good loss. So it was worth it. <laughs> I'm down with the little holes in the story. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and overall, you know, while we had a scare with Debs in the past couple episodes, it's good to see her that she's sort of back on her feet and and normal again. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's something that we t- do. You, do you guys like that? Because we talked about her sort of wanting to be less of a mom and more about herself. But 
where do we stand on that? I like her. I actually like her being more more of a mom. I'm a little concerned that the baby's just hanging out at her job. Like that seems a little a little odd, but I mean, I guess it's all right. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked her this episode. I mean, I, I thought she seemed healthier. Like, I, I I didn't like seeing her on the doing the drugs last time with the baby. So I like seeing that. I felt that she, I don't know, she seemed more with it this this yeah, episode. More in tune. Yeah. I love Debbie on drugs. I think that's great. <laughs> Not what I thought you were gonna say. I'm all for it, man. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it's good to see her be a mom. And I think it's kind of cool that she gets to have her kid by her side. Um, yeah, two birds. Like she gets to kind of juggle that, and like that's really neat. So I really hope that she finds that her next gig is gonna allow her to do that as well because it was a good job. So that's a one. Even though it made us laugh, I'm kind of nervous about what's to come. We'll see. We'll see for sure. All right. Speaking of money and earning money, let's talk about Carl. <laughs> we every every time they open up the show and they they do their little recap, we keep getting the basement plot line as part of that recap, and we haven't really done too much with it except finally this time around we do. And the girl's name is Cassidy, or well, I guess that's her real name, right? Because mm-hmm. um, the dad said so, uh, and. You know, she she says, let's do this elaborate heist. Well, not elaborate heist. Let's just do basically a ransom thing, and, and you'll get the money, and you'll get to go to um, cadet school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then some. <laughs> well, what did you guys think of this? Uh, again, I thought that was another storyline that would just that had a little holes in them. And so I was thinking about that. Yeah, actually. it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get to that later, Phil. Bumped. I know it's your favorite part. It's okay. Um, no, it's true that, like, I was thinking about that when I was watching the show as a whole. Uh, we we have these storylines that are really entertaining, but they have some holes. You're like, wait, but how is that really possible? Like, they're kind of taking it that to a next level. So I think you see that in general in television um, when people even get into the later seasons. And I feel like Shameless is still really raw but it's starting to get kind of like a soap opera um, layer to it. Does that make any sense? Do you get what I'm trying to, you know? Yeah. It's like, so I thought that, I thought that was interesting because it was like, how has he gone to that many people, her family? How did she get, how did she get there? Because it's not supposed to be voluntary. And it was just, it was weird. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know what you're saying with the little soap opera level at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're getting... Uh, pulled a little away from how shameless has been in the past and um but uh yeah i i i don't know what to think about this one i mean i like to see i like i love stories with carl but um i just the second she came up with this idea i thought oh no this is you know not not gonna be good for him but i mean it clearly worked out for him but uh I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he's going to maintain that. I'm not. I got to think about this one a little bit. I'm not quite sure what I think about this storyline. To me, it's interesting. There's that dichotomy. She says, "You know, I can't go back. It's hell. SAT prep. I can't go another cruise to Greece and and all of these things." And when you look at Carl's life, he's never done yeah. anything close to those things. But they sound torturous, Phil. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Oh my god, I was I was awful. I can't believe it. <laughs> that, that's well. I'm curious in that regard to see how much of a commentary they they really speak about the two different worlds and mm-hmm. how much because you know the Gallagher's have struggled their whole life in hopes of maybe attaining something anywhere close to that, mm-hmm. uh, and you know we're getting that with um, with uh, Liam's storyline a little bit. 
And so this is just a kind of different version of it. And I, hopefully they'll play it out kind of more to that perspective rather than just Carl being seduced by this girl who's essentially a succubus. Do you think she's going to, this relationship is going to stay for a while? Um, we'll see. I mean, Carl's Carl. He's a 16 year old guy. He's going to go away yeah. to school anyways um, at some point. So yeah, we'll see. I have to say it was kind of disturbing though, seeing a 16 year old with their pants down and, it's just a little much. Okay. <laughs> that was like a 16-year-old butt, like, way too close to my face. I didn't need to see that. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, we've just seen the rest of the Gallaghers having sex left and right. So it's, you know, at that age. Like, if mm-hmm. you look at Lip and Ian, and they, they were that age, too. Were they really? Yeah, when we first got to know them. I mean, it's been eight I, years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's well. I think when they were at that age, I was that age, so it wasn't disturbing. They were just like regular people. And now that I'm like a little bit older, he's 16, and I'm 23, and I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be seeing this little boy doing these dirty things. <laughs> Damn. You'll make a good mother. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you won't. I don't know. Because I won't want to see my kid. <laughs> no, because you'll be like, you can't be having sex at 16. Oh, no, you totally can't. I don't mind. Like, they've alluded to him having sex way before. It was the first time it actually disturbed me because I, we we saw a lot of it. It wasn't it wasn't PG. To this point, we've only seen PG. And I kind of like it at that with 16-year-olds. But okay. on the flip side, my 17-year-old self loved the show when it first started because there were a lot of people my age having sex and that was very entertaining so <laughs> alright fair enough Deep explanation <laughs> <laughs> anything else to uh, talk about uh, well we see the dad again He's the Cassidy's dad. dad I think maybe I mean I think if, if she continues this act for a while and we see more of um, and if they do start having a relationship that yeah I think they'll, we'll hear the dad side again mm-hmm. later on cool yeah, I mean, all in all, uh, it's. Inter- I think this is not ending well for Carl. I don't know. I think he knew right away that that she was trouble, but just again, his sixteen-year-old self couldn't help it because she's like, "Ooh, you are happy," or whatever she says. Yeah. Especially so, as the warning that we got from the dad, you know, that he got from the dad. So yeah. So we'll see. All right, let's talk about good old Canada and Francis. <laughs> Oh Frank, oh I, a couple of things here. I I was I was very nervous because we we we've talked ad nauseum about Frank this season in terms of him getting a job and when is he, you know, when, when push comes to shove, is he gonna go the other route? Is he gonna go back to being Frank? And as soon as he takes that Jameson shot mm-hmm. and he has the bottle, you're like, oh crap, this was too yeah. easy. Especially seeing Ewan's storyline and all that tied into it just just became all the more real. And yet now he's got his own different business venture. So where do we land on him in terms of is he stable? Is he back to the old Frank? Is he somewhere in between? What, what what's going on? Yeah, I think it's a new great area we're heading into because it's it, he's setting up an illegal business. So that's a step back from working in the uh, mm-hmm. wherever he was working. Um, but yet he doesn't. He didn't seem completely drunk. But we did see him see take several shots. I don't know. It's, it makes me nervous. Francis is kind of turning towards Frank. More. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that um, Francis got a little dose of reality though when he thought he could just go to the next business and you know 
show him how much he wanted. And since I'm he was worth it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I do appreciate that he didn't just get, like, handed to him and he had to realize what it's like out there right now. Um, but, yeah, but I was nervous, too, when he took that bot out. I thought, oh, no, because I don't want him to go back to the, the Frank that he's been for so many seasons. Um, so, but... Again, just like Carl, I don't think you know starting to do this illegal work is not going to end up well for him. There's going to, I'm sure, going to be a lot of drama or trouble that he gets into once we do get him to Canada. And we've seen him do these various uh, adventures before, right? To to make money, so it's not like a new concept overall. Mm-hmm. It's just that perhaps he now might be a little bit sober in doing so. Uh, I yeah. thought he was going to charge a lot more than two hundred dollars to transport him to Canada, but I I don't know. I don't know what the game plan is. Mm-hmm. If he plans to sustain this or not. Obviously, it's Frank, so he could. But it's not going to pay off the phone bills, the credit cards, the car payments. Mm-hmm. we got to make some money. Yeah, right. all this, yeah. I couldn't help but go back and think of the first season when he woke up in Canada and he was so mad and he wanted to get out of Canada. Now, <laughs> he's, tr- now he's got the flag, he's got the hat, like he's all for Canada. So <laughs> I thought that was a funny twist. And then also I thought it was a good statement, I mean, not good, but like it was a statement on current healthcare in the United yeah. States, how everyone wanted in. Everyone, it, it, he's setting up a drug, not, yeah, I mean, there's their drugs, but medicine to be shipped across like illegally and everybody wanted a piece of that pie, man. That was... Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, I agree with you there. Um, like I said, it gets me nervous. Uh, it, it raises the question of what's going to happen with Frank. And, and, you know, to put a button for me on it, I'm less concerned about Frank for Frank, but more so the family. Because I think they're, they, out of anybody, just need Frank to not be his old self. Yeah, but I feel like they're all doing their own mm-hmm. thing. I think Liam's the only one who would really suffer from that. If we can save one Gallagher yeah. somehow, please, like, let's do it. It's true. And he's so young and sweet. So, yeah, he doesn't need to, like, let's just keep picking up hoes with Liam and we'll be fine. Okay. Ho-hos, of course. Ho-ho-ho. <laughs> All right. Now we get into the more sadder storylines with Ewan's lip and Brad. Where do we want to... Mm. Start to unpack this. A lot of throw up. Yeah. A lot of throw up. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I, it just makes it so sad, you know, that that it has that much control of, of his, that the alcohol has that much control over him, you know? Mm-hmm. Just. Well, it starts in, in an. Just even the way Brad was, he's literally taking two, care of two kids that. Uh, that are complete narcissists and, and can't help themselves. You know, just even down, the, the way Brad's in the kitchen on the ground at the start of the show and then at the end when he's just, you know, being made a sandwich from lip. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and, and while that's sad enough, you know, right now Brad's, Brad's just kind of there, but he's not in the way too much in the sense of hurting anything, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, it's... It, I, if, if I had to like summarize his age, he's probably like a ten-year-old kid. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so it's just that's what it is. Whereas Ewan's, oh boy, that was some of the. Well, I think the, for me, the most powerful line of the of the season, I guess. You know, if you don't like what you see, don't look. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's completely given up, and he is. 
in yeah. a way. Yeah, he's in tune with what he is, and yeah, he didn't even want to try. And he, when uh, Lip was like, "How the heck did you? Were you able to sneak boost?" Because he was gone for what ten seconds, mm -hmm. not even right. I don't remember him leaving. Like it even shocked me. I'm like, "How is this possible?" Mm -hmm. He said, "Yeah, a drunk always finds a way." Yeah. Very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, and the fact that he, you know, didn't want to go to jail so badly, but yet, you know that he was drunk and the night before and late for the for court. But then even even being in the courtroom isn't sober enough. You think like once you're sitting in there and you're you're that close to being put away that maybe even then you could have the power not to take a drink. But the fact that he still can't have that power in there is pretty pretty huge. You know, mm -hmm. facing jail right in the other out that door. So, and that what I appreciated, you know, you don't necessarily know at that point how it's going to go. Lip does; he gives the best speech he could have given. Mm -hmm. at, apart from that, everything else is out of his control. Poor Brad tried to be mm -hmm. as truthful as he could, mm -hmm. but he just he couldn't. He what was he to do? Yeah, he knew the truth of the matter. <laughs> the guy is was drunk only twenty minutes ago, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it just put him all in an awkward position. But um, I don't know. Uh, I guess what, what what do we think is going to happen with Lip and Ewan's? Like, is is he just gonna just? I think he lays, the f yeah. yeah. I think he lays low for a bit. I, I don't. Maybe he'll go visit him in jail, but I don't see him like next episode. I don't see him visiting him that then. I think he mm -hmm. takes some time. Mm -hmm. um, is still with Brad, and they're focused. And I'm hoping he's gonna lips gonna turn towards himself a little bit more because they did explain that you know part of recovery and there's some narcissism where you you help others to help yourself. But still, he, he's I think took actually an extreme. He still needs to tune back to him. So I'm hoping that's what we're gonna we're gonna see. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. I'm <laughs> still interested. Remember, um, uh. I'm surprised we haven't seen any interactions with um, the, the, the boyfriend of um, the girl he liked, and I'm blanking on her name, because to me, the fact oh, that yeah. he never took the drugs and he wanted to be Lip's friend. Sierra's yeah, guy. I think yeah. of all people, he can actually be a decent ally in this time, because mm -hmm. he made it just like Lip today, where he says, like, yeah, I want a fucking drink, I'd be in yeah. it, but, but I, I'm not doing it. Uh, I think that would help him because obviously Ewan's and Brad both faltered, whereas he didn't. Well, did you think tonight that it sounded like something happened with him because Sierra was all upset when she, you know, gave them coffee and he's like, you want to talk about it? She's like, no, it fucked up. I mean, yeah. I didn't know if that meant that something happened with her relationship because I felt like when he left, she definitely was kind of giving him the look a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, he looks good in the suit and she's kind of, I don't know, I got there, a moment there. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, Misery loves company, and I think she's. I think she, you know, she is always going through stuff. Don't get me wrong, but she has. She hasn't been relying relying on him. Um, but I think that she sees him in the suit, like you were mentioning. She sees him really actively taking care of someone else. She kind of made me misses that. You know, he's always taking care of her. So I think she wanted a piece of that, and she probably definitely is going through something. But I just thought that was, you know, the timing is kind of like oh. Yeah, misery less company. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if um, they're related. For me, I think it might be too much of a deeper reading. Other than the fact that, yeah, good for you, Lip. 
and you know all the things I wanted. It's just a matter of timing. Like you know, from her perspective, all the things I wanted for you, you're finally doing. Mm. And yeah, for, from her perspective, that's a sexy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where the other guy plays into this or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it has to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, definitely for me, the UN, uh, this is the storyline that I'm most interested in. This is the storyline that I think is most acted well. Uh, you know, and I, I can appreciate it. And I mean, essentially, it's sad because. You can see, he pointed out last time, Lip is fighting for his own life mm-hmm. through this. So, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I don't know. I got mm-hmm. nothing besides that. <laughs> uh, by the way, for, for you at home listening or watching, do feel free to comment. Let us know your opinions on these storylines, both the comedic and the dramatic. And also, just in general, uh, you know, help us promote the show both in terms of Shameless, but both also in terms of our after show. If you haven't, for some reason, subscribed, uh, by all means, do so. And shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> you can be shameless in a lot of yeah. things. Just don't be shameless and not subscribe. <laughs> exactly. So, um, absolutely. All right. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about what, what the title of the episode is basically referring to, which is Fiona and Ian's mm. Tiff. Which turns into more than a tip. Yeah, definitely not a tip. That's a full blown ass fight, <laughs> and that's next level. I don't know if you yeah. guys ever would you know fight with your siblings if you have any siblings, but did you ever fight like yeah. that? It's funny. I had that thought when we were because when they're fighting, I'm like, yeah, my brother and I have gotten pretty bad sometimes, but I'm like, that would never. I mean, taking it to that level right. is well, it, it, it gets pretty bad when you involve other people. And, mm-hmm. I've, you know, you see people yeah. involve others, uh, but generally they're kind of friends of friends or they're the, the in-betweeners. Like if, if both you and your brother had, like, a mutual friend, now he's yeah. kind of caught in the middle. These are just these, – these are innocent kids and, and, and a lot of other people's lives affected here yeah. because of this. Yeah, uh, but they got free pizza and 20 bucks. I mean, that's, that's all well and good. Not what we're trying to do here. Yeah, yeah, very true. Well, I mean, it, we, we do have a good ending. You know, they they're leasing that new new space, which is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I thought, I don't know, I, I I get Ian's point, but he was really taking it to a next level and like really trying to hurt Fiona and in her prospects. So I thought that was much. I was hoping when I saw Fiona come with the truck, <coughs> excuse me, um, bless you, that she you know she's taking all this stuff. I was hoping that she was just putting it somewhere else, and then the kids would come back. But it seems like she really threw it away, and I was like, oh, man, uh, you shouldn't know. have done that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she didn't. Maybe it's just somewhere else. And, mm-hmm. you know, once once the building's bought, then it'll just go there or something like that. Who, you, you know, it, it, I felt like it was gone, too, by the way they Because the way yeah, they reacted. Yeah, because she could have been, um, she could have, you know, said, like, listen, I know you're upset, but all this stuff's over there. She didn't correct him when yeah. he said you trashed it. Yeah, and especially the look on both with on Trevor's face as well. I think there. I think Trevor was like, "Oh my God, you know, you guys went there. Now this is all these kids had. These are the last things that they possibly owned, and this is, you know, yeah." I well, feel like she took it to that level. Well, I think all in all, Trevor's more upset at Ian because he yeah. says he calls him out, and we talked about this last episode. Of the, 
yeah, you keep saying you have the kids in mind, but you really don't. This does not involve them. And so I appreciate that from Trevor to call mm-hmm. him out on it and where their relationship goes from here. I, th- I think Ian eventually will come to the realization that Trevor's right. Like, you know, His job is to look out for these kids, and if that building was a good building, as he did, sign the lease and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as... Where, where do you think this stems from for Ian? Is it really Monica? I think he's still having issues with that, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he mentioned, yeah, you know what, I'll just drop it because when there's more important stuff, yeah. and we don't really go further than that, uh, and all we've had to go off all this season is he's the only one that misses Monica. Yeah, mm-hmm. that moment and that look on his face, that one made me really scared for the next few episodes. I was glad to see him, like, a little... I mean, causing fights, it looks like, in the trailer. But at least, because at that moment, I thought, oh, shoot, is this going to be a year where we actually maybe lose one of the Gallaghers again and, like, have to deal with a suicide or something? Because I feel like he was feeling really, like, just alone. And, you know, he says he's on his meds, but even how he's like, are you going to ask me every time I get mad if I'm not taking my meds? I just feel like he's really, really struggling internally and just feeling, like, not connected to anyone, really, and just kind of on his own. Yeah, 100%. I think he's feeling... Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he's feeling so so lonely. Uh, but I, I did appreciate that scene because I felt like she, she, he was um, forewarning her in a way. Maybe I mean, it's to, part of the reason why he did this was to get Trevor back. Um, but it's not Trevor's job to, you know. I think Trevor's doing actually a good enough job of like, hey, you, like, I, I'm here to support you, but you are also not going about this the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're putting other people's lives at risk essentially and right. yeah we'll see I, I don't know um lip and lip and uh ian have always had a great relationship especially early on uh they've got two completely conflicting storylines at the moment so it'll be tough for them to kind of touch base but if anyone could maybe it's lip i don't know mm-hmm. we'll see mm-hmm. i thought that i don't know i I mean, we've seen the Gallaghers th- go through a lot, and they all, even in you know, these episodes, they are going through a lot. But Lip, I feel like, was dealing with such dark stuff regarding, you know, all the struggles he's going through and people around him that I feel like it's really a season where everyone's kind of drifting away and have their own strong storylines. I don't think they're, yeah, they're they're really individuals. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. They gotta. To me, it was interesting because, you know, I, I would like to see Ian sort of make a life of his own, too, mm-hmm. the same way Fiona has. Because I, I think of all people, he's got a very steady job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's concerned about the community, so I think he can do it in such a way as that. But he's got to just have a more level-headed approach to it than he's been having. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, well, get, yeah, do well, Ian. <laughs> huh? Can we get to my favorite storyline? Sure. <laughs> go ahead. No, you go ahead. You introduce it. Okay. <laughs> we will talk about Juliet's favorite storyline, <laughs> which is the only storyline left, so it should come as no shock that is the Kev and V storyline. Mm-hmm. Say it more demanding, Bill. We're going to talk about the Kev and V storyline, by God. And if you guys don't talk with fervor and insight, then by God, I don't know what's going to happen. Fry, French fries. 
All right, go ahead. Uh, I love this storyline mainly because I like when actors don't wear shirts. Um, second of all, I love Kevin B. And so, and third of all, no, I can't say her freaking name. No, that's Svetlana. Whatever. I don't mm. like her. She wasn't there. Very happy about that. Um, which I thought was interesting because in the previous episode, they're 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 having like sex four times in the morning doing all these things so I just thought it was interesting that she's completely gone does that mean Kevin V are you know really taking this time to work on themselves and like get this sex thing down had they told her hey take a break for a little or like don't come by she's not invited but I feel like she would just show up so a lot of questions left there for me but I'll let you discuss more <laughs> yeah I'm with you though I'm glad that she wasn't there too because I like to see them building this I like to see you know Kev just going for it with he's, he's always the best when he's willing to put on his outfits and, and try things but yeah, but I, I was glad glad to see that it finally worked out in the end because I was just afraid that it didn't seem like he could he was getting the grasp of you know what he needed to be doing for her right. <laughs> and it was really sweet how it all ended because he you know they love each other so much and obviously everybody knows that and he's really trying and he's trying and he keeps failing and it was great that. The way he, and the way he succeeded was to be fully himself, mm-hmm. right? He yep. didn't have to put on a costume. He didn't have to like pretend, you know, that he was this person that he's not. He was able to like speak to his wife, and she was all into it. So that mm-hmm. was really, really cool. Well, too, yeah. it was. It also showed his compassion for the kids because he, he, he yeah. literally started off with the laundry and mm-hmm. one of the girls being allergic to that, mm-hmm. and and so it comes from a genuine place of concern. For the family. Right. Mm -hmm. And and he's able to take that and run with it. Yeah, and that's actually... Remember when after they had the babies, uh, they were having a hard time getting intimate again. Um, And was it Kevin... I forget. Was it Kevin that got turned on or someone got turned on seeing them help with the kids? Uh, I think, yes. Yeah, so this dynamic... One or the other. They turn each other on by... being a family and, you know, helping each other out. So I thought that was really, really cool, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I like that, that hopefully that helps that, that they can grow on that, you know, and now this will help build the relationship because if it was that she was turned on by the costumes, or then it'd be have to, like, start this whole trail of, you right. know, what are we going to do next? What can I come up with? What, what outfit next? And, you know, this was just that, no, it's like that's what she's wanted. She's just wanted him to kind of just take control of like I mean, being that's what man every girl or, wants, right. honestly. Yeah. So no surprise there. But I think that I I go back to the slip slip I go back back to the Russian lady. She like she's coming back. Like what's going is she gonna knock on the door and they're like, you know, we're just gonna have sex with each other from moving moving forward. Like what's going on? I'm no, at that know. point Kevin's like, get out yeah. Right. No, I hope and, so. And, and he's just gonna like explode. <laughs> no, but really that's what I would love to see. Him like stepping in and as a man and you know, even though like uh V enjoys the sex, like you know part of her is mad that she enjoys it and so in a way he'd be protecting her and be like, No more, we're done. I'm the man in the house. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good job, Phil. <laughs> there we go. That was the best prediction yet. <laughs> Perfect. Anything else to add? <laughs> I think all in yeah. all, their sex life is restored. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Happy ending. Happy ending. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's just a shame that he won't get to see it because he's from behind. But he'll hear it, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure he's enjoying it from behind. Yeah. I wouldn't be too concerned if I were you. And hopefully they had a couple more, so maybe some other positions as well. Yeah, so no, he's, yes, he's very happy. All righty. <laughs> uh, prediction time. Or actually, 
Uh, let's do some. Uh, let's do a little bit of quick news. Okay. Not a lot of news. Yeah, but big news. Big news indeed. After Buzz TV news. All right. Thank you to our engineer. You threw them a big curveball there. So. Yeah, you know, they, I like to keep them on their toes. <laughs> All right. So Globe nominations came out last week, and we have an actor nominated from the show. Yay! Which is William H Macy. There you go, Francis. Yes. I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm, everyone pulls in such a great performance that yeah. I, it's just a shame that it doesn't get more recognition all around, mm-hmm. both in front of the camera, but also behind the camera. I right. think there's a lot of stuff there that, that could have been nominated. I agree. The show has always gets snubbed. You know, I really yeah. feel like there's such great performances. Like you said, yeah, there's so much great work going on that it's... You know, I'm very, very happy for him. But, yeah, I definitely feel like there's a lot of others deserving as well. Agreed. Like 100% there. But I also feel like um, there's so much content out there. So it's just it's hard to compete with what's going on. And what is it? What do these awards even represent? Because that wasn't the only snob of the season. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it, it, these award shows are tough. And yeah. I, I don't like to read too much into them. Mm-hmm. Like, the... the, the, the the movies that win Best Picture or Best Drama TV Show, Comedy, and so forth, I don't think it's like it's objectively not the best. It's not to say that it's a bad show by any means. Like they're nominated because they are good, but the whole debate—it's just funny. Yeah. When the people that really get into it, like, how could that be? That's no way. Yeah. Calm down, buddy. Yeah, Calm down. they're more alive than award shows. I got you. Yeah, so. Kudos to all the people recognized, and best of luck, William H. Macy. We'll mm-hmm. find out soon when the Golden Globes air. Predictions? Predictions, indeed. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I can, with 100% certainty, predict that this is our last show of the year. <laughs> you smart, you smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, that we don't get another episode next weekend. Because mm-hmm. it's the holiday, and then after that, so so it'll be two weeks before we get another episode. We'll be gone uh, until such time. But hey, uh, lots. Mm-hmm. I don't know the the teasers to me. They throw a lot of things off. They kind of just just disperse in what we might see, but nothing too concrete. Mm-hmm. Which is good though, because mm-hmm. I I like I don't want to know too much. Um, and I'm at a point where it's like I love Shameless, you know, so they don't really need to hook me much. I'm obviously going to watch the next episode because also we have fans that we love. And they, listen, they listen to our <laughs> show, you know. But we're supposed to be able to predict and come up with cool things and I got nothing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Which is, I don't know. They make me be, sound dumb. Yeah. No, be more creative. Like, I don't know. We can imagine stuff like Fiona's pregnant. Uh, Debbie becomes a lesbian. Carl shaves his head. Like, just say it's not, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which I, I take back because I'm not a prediction. You, you go, guys, go ahead. Like, I do it. think well, we had a new guy tonight. I thought Ford was actually very attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wanted to fix the, that door, uh huh. And I get because yes, I like architecture. Those those doors are a very you know neat thing. You know, so I like that he would and he was willing to do it for free. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing her have a little fun with him. Well, looks that. like they have the discussion that Fiona's never lived by herself and mm-hmm. so there she is dancing in her underwear and it looks like that's him that walks in on her mm-hmm. yeah which you know could lead to mm-hmm. a sexual a fantasy mm-hmm. if I looked like Emily I would be naked 24-7 <laughs> Emmy 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 yes if we I think people know by now I'm not good with names <laughs> <laughs> the third one I messed up this, this episode I'm sorry um 
yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to finally see her be alone. She needs it. But I also feel that she, because she's been around so much chaos and so many people left and right her whole life, that we'll see her definitely, you know, if she moves away, she's not definitely knocking on the door of her family just to be around that chaos. I think you, you grow, <laughs> yeah, you're attached to it. Well, it's less chaotic now, but mm-hmm. which yeah, is good. it's definitely not a calm household, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> got a middle-aged man crying. Got, got in the basement some <laughs> druggies that are over are chained up. Yeah, but they're quiet. <laughs> you know, they're doing their thing. <laughs> Listen, it could it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. But I, 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 the number one thing I hope is that Frank. I'm not interested in Frank going back to being Frank. Right. I'm just yeah. not. I really. You know what? If he can handle a drink every now and then, fine. So be it. But please, just don't be the old Frank. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I wonder if he gets a uh, war- actual legal work in Canada through all this, or if he networks through all this and he finds, you know, someone that can get him a job. Yeah, I just, I don't know if he's gonna be a, what's the word for it? Like a trafficker. Uh, not human traffic. He's a, what's he's he a provider that, of goods, let's call it. Provider of goods. But that's, a border. He does, like, illegal stuff across the border. Yes. So we'll see what goes there. Maybe it goes internationally. He does Mexico <laughs> to get more money. Like yeah, Mexico's too far for him. Yeah. He'd have to charge more than 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, saying, I'm trying to see that there's more prospects in this, though. Where he could grow his business. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Listen, I, I want... It was good, as JJ said, it was a good dose of reality for Frank, mm-hmm. but I don't want him to quit. I think that's easy. Yeah. Right. It's too easy to quit. Yeah. So, don't... Yeah, I mean, there's other job, you good job, he just doesn't need to walk in thinking he should be a manager or, like, upper management after, you know, that job. Like, yeah, I think he needs to get a job, start down below, work back up again. And I think part of it is, when he when he's at the alibi and, and he's bitching and complaining, it's like, okay... No offense, as they've said, you paid your taxes for two two yeah. weeks, and so the scene where the older guy is being scolded by the younger guy and he's sweeping and so forth, yeah, a very sad scene. Yeah, but so is the alibi one because everyone there has paid their dues. Mm-hmm. So no offense, Frank, you could take a minimum wage job. Yeah, you have not paid your dues. <laughs> yeah, but Frank's always been so yeah. entitled. Like even when he was drunk in the middle of a ditch like he you know he values himself really really highly so i thought that was interesting well we'll see (laughs) we will we shall we shall uh and apart from that i'm very curious to see what happens with ian i I don't think it's going down the best track Mm -hmm. and hopefully trevor trevor's there when he absolutely needs him yeah I still think the Ian story is where we're going to get some sadness. That's my one prediction I'm going to stick to. Yeah, he's always been I a sad I think so, character. too, but yep. I think it's some, they're gonna, they always pull the rug underneath us. They always do, guys. So the Ian thing, yeah, something's going to happen there, but I feel like they there's going to be a big, deeper surprise. That we don't see That's coming. That's my prediction. There's going to be a deeper <laughs> surprise. Okay. Very intuitive here. <laughs> All righty. Well, there you have it. Um, have a great rest of your 2017, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year, everybody. That's right. Merry Christmas, everything. Enjoy the holidays. <laughs> and enjoy the Gallaghers. Catch up. Um, rewatch all mm-hmm. that fun jazz. You know, hopefully, the one thing I, I, I hope on everyone don't have a Gallagher Christmas. No, <laughs> or do be around their loved ones. They always are around their loved ones. Yeah, sometimes being around their loved ones, <laughs> is, 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 you know. 
be around loved ones, just not like the Gallaghers. I don't know. Under- they like to party. Like, I'd be, I'd be down to kick it with them, but... In the meantime. Okay. <laughs> Where can people follow you? You can follow me at JJ Jurgens on Twitter, JJ.Jurgens on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliette or Bonjour Juliette, however you want to say it. That is hello in French. I'm finally going home. <laughs> it's been a year. I'm going to Paris and Aww. I will be posting a lot of stuff from there. So if you like Paris or, and you like me, go check that out. <laughs> and you can follow me at Phil Svitek and of course, follow at AfterBuzz TV. If you haven't done so, click subscribe, whether it's on your favorite podcast app or over on YouTube. However you consume us, we're there, available to you. And, of course, shout out to Aunt Haley Clover. Mm-hmm. She she keeps us on point most weeks when she is here. Uh, she couldn't be here today. That's all. Yeah. Um, other than that, I got nothing. We'll see all you right. next year. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.